Welcome to Burning for Marriage. We're your hosts. I'm Ryan. And I'm Christina. And we're the Sages. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode. Uh, We are very excited for this topic as it is something that we have worked a lot on in our marriage. Um, And it is going to be, we titled it A Spicy Argument. Um, because, but it's mainly about how you can have work towards having healthier arguments, um, within your marriage and and more so like how you can work on them. Cause you know, it's very easy that fights and arguments can get toxic, can get very lethal, very fast. And just how you can work on trying to understand and communicate with your partner better, Um, So we can avoid some of those situations. Yes. And to be honest, if you're at a point where you're like, well, we just don't argue. We're always in agreement and we always get along and like getting along is great. But if you're always just agreeing with the other with the other person, Mm -hmm. um, that means that someone's eating their S-H-I-T. Like someone every day is, right? Someone is eating lies every day and just like taking one for the team. And that's not, that's not healthy because that person could build up resentment. Yeah. Because admittedly, like, so I was that way for a while because I kind of always grew up that it's like, hey, you just want to make your partner and your wife happy. And it kind of caused a lot of times that I didn't realize how much, you know, kind of resentment I had. And it was even, wasn't even for big things. It was just that because I just always kind of was like, okay, yeah, we can do that. Or, oh, okay, sure. Or like, and then not ever vocalizing my side of it yeah. kind of made me, you eventually feel like you have a voice, but you're, you don't have a voice, but you're choosing to not use it. Yeah. And you feel, you almost like villainized me. Yeah. And you made me like that I was silencing your voice when really you yeah. just weren't choosing to yeah, speak I'm like, up oh, and out. Oh, you don't listen to me. And then you're like, well, you don't talk. And yeah. I'm just like, okay, that's fair. So just to, just to put it out there, like arguments and a healthy argument to us is a sign that you are communicating. Like just think of arguments as communication. Mm-hmm. Like you are, it is good to disagree, mm-hmm. you know, and to meet somewhere where they're at. And Ryan has different opinions every day than I do and vice yep. versa. And instead of saying, instead of operating in a toxic way with each other, we decided that, you know what, it's okay to argue sometimes. It's okay to have differing opinions. And mm-hmm. I love when Ryan gets gives it to me right back and he's like, um, I don't agree with you. And I'm like, excuse me, what? You don't agree with me? But it was like, it took me time to see that like Ryan's, Ryan's perspective has importance and value too. And so Yeah, and and not only um it's very rare that two people will ever fully agree on everything and all yeah. different categories of things you experience with one another, but as well as it's also a way you can like challenge your partner in a way mm-hmm. because it's like there's been so many things that I've learned that maybe I was ignorant to that I learned from having discussions and sometimes arguments, but sometimes they're just, you know, passionate discussions Yeah. with like Christina and just and like you kind of learn more and then same thing for her. Like there's times that from conversations we had, like maybe I'm able to help her there's so you know, learn many a new, times, a new yeah. perspective that she's just like, oh, okay. And then like, so. And, and I think too, like even when I bring something to you, Ryan, and I know that you are not, going to agree with me about something but I bring it to you because you're that buffer for me Mm -hmm. and though I might not like it when I'm hearing you tell me 
something at first, like I'm feel safe enough to talk to you about it and -hmm. know that, yeah, we're not going to agree. We're going to butt heads, but it's a safe place to do that because I know that you're not going to, we'll talk about our healthy boundaries around arguing. I know that you're not going to get up and leave. It's not going to press into those triggers or those wounds for me because I know that ultimately, even when we don't agree on something, my our relationship isn't at question isn't questioned um, right. leaving isn't at question you know those things yeah um and that oftentimes is what presses people to retreat or presses yeah. people to be a bulldozer which we'll talk about next yeah and so so i guess let's we're gonna dive into i guess a couple different ways we laid out how to look at this and one of the first things and one of the main things that kind of really opened our eyes to how we have discussions, mm-hmm. how we would quote unquote argue is so our pre, one of our pre-marriage counselors, shout out Edgar, yeah. Pastor Edgar, uh, when he sat us down, he was kind of like, he, he, he just, out. he just asked, he was just like, he was like, so I'm gonna take a wild guess, Christina, are you a bulldozer? And Ryan, are you a retreater? And we just kind of looked at him like, wait, what? Because let me, t- okay. Let me tell you, when mm-hmm. when I, he said I was a bulldozer, I was so offended. Oh, I was yeah. like, I was, I went home and I was like, I can't believe he, I am a great person. Like, yeah. why? How dare he say that I'm a bulldozer? Remember, I was so prideful about it yeah. because to me, a bulldozer is a large tractor that has big blade-like shovels at the front and moves around using metal tracks over wheels. A bulldozer is kind of an earth mover. They are typically used to move earth and clear debris from an area. They are sometimes called dozers for short. So I read that and I was like, I'm not a bulldozer. But Ryan, would you think I was a bulldozer? Absolutely, yes. (laughs) Uh, In a a safe place, I'm saying yes. But... um, but yeah, so it, especially because obviously when you hear that name, it just comes off very aggressive. aggressive which like, yeah. which the name maybe sounds a little more than it is, but in a way, yes. But so I guess so sometimes, and sometimes you have two bulldozers, sometimes you might have two retreaters, yep. but in a lot of cases, sometimes there's, there's always one or the other. And for Christina and I, she was the bulldozer and I'm the retreater, which neither one's better than the other. It's not that either that matters because they each have their flaws and each has the thing that they're trying, but that there's a lot you can learn from what the other, each person is looking for Mm -hmm. um, in your discussion based off if they are a bulldozer or a retreater. Yep. Yep. So me being a bulldozer um, in the beginning, I would come come at Ryan and almost cause him to feel like I need to retreat. I need yeah. to go in my, I need to find a safe place because I, I often excused my behavior and said that I was a strong, independent, spicy Latina. Mm-hmm. And I'd be like, that's why I respond that way. And I saw all those things as great qualities mm-hmm. that didn't need any improvement. Often advertised. Yeah. <laughs> But now I have seen that there there were flaws in the way that I was approaching Ryan. Like, yes, I'm strong. Yes, I'm a, I'm independent. But it is a bulldozer. Nat, my natural like place of operating is mm-hmm. thinking that my the louder I speak, the more important my words are. Right. And the bigger I get, the smaller that he gets. Right. Mm-hmm. When really that's just toxic behavior. Right. So. And on my side of it, being a retreater, so a retreater more so like you just, sometimes you need to go to your own space. Sometimes it's hide away. Some people might go in a room and close the door, you know, step away from it because it's like you're trying to get out of that place of discomfort. You're trying to retreat to a place where you can feel safe. 
Because almost like, I don't maybe not every single retreater, but I know me specifically, I am a processor. Mm -hmm. Sometimes when we hear arguments, discussions, things that were said, I need to sit with it for a little bit. I like, I overanalyze, I really think about it, which is a blessing and a curse. But it's one of those that like, I need to gather how I feel and think and how I'm handling all of that before I want to verbalize it. Yep. But just like how, you know, Christina's like, as a bulldozer, sometimes she may be trying to come off as, oh, like her words are more important or like she's really trying to like vocalize and keeps yeah. coming. When I'm retreating, sometimes mm-hmm. because I'm not trying to communicate because I'm like, look, I just want to be left alone for a little yep. and everything. But a lot of times that would be misread as I don't care. Yep. That would be misread as like, like, I don't care to have this conversation. Like, you know, it's I'm not a like, it's, it's not a, it's not a priority. Like I'm looking to just add nothing to this. And, um, so like I see it as, as a processor, my safety came from having time to process mm-hmm. as a retreater. Like that's when I felt safe. A bulldozer, I feel in this, and Christina can like speak on this as well Is I think they feel a little more safe once they're able to actually feel like they were able to communicate. Yeah. And everything. Yeah. And so, so it's they, almost the exact opposite of each other. Like for me, I would get so, no, 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 you need to hear everything I'm saying. I need to get it off my chest. Otherwise I can't rest. Yeah. Where Ryan, Ryan would be like, I need to rest first and then respond. And I would be like, I yeah. need to just respond and then reflect later yeah. and kind of mess up on the way. So like for me, I rather just, I would rather just like vomit a bunch of stuff mm-hmm. to Ryan and then come back and be like, yikes, that wasn't the best thing to say. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I don't think you're a smelly toad or whatever. Right. Um, so like, yeah, but both things, the even though they're drastically different, we had to learn how to navigate them because mm-hmm. ultimately we were responding from hurts of our past and yeah. how things that we didn't see in our growing up or th- how, how conflict was dealt in our families growing yeah. up. And they were very different. And so we brought all of that baggage into our marriage, into yep. our relationship, even when we were dating. Yeah, because because that was something. So in, in my home growing up, mm-hmm. um, almost both of my parents, at, especially my mom, but also sometimes my dad was like retreaters. Yep. They just kind of didn't want to, they wanted to avoid the conflict. They wanted to just process, think about it, maybe just not even bring it up again Yeah. Um, and just kind of avoid it. And so something that I had to start looking at in myself is that like, so, okay, it's fine to retreat because that's normal. That's how we have to process this. But me was not staying in that mode for too long Yep. because it it was, it was very easy for me to retreat. And then, and there's a voice in the back of my mind just being like, Hey man, if you just say nothing, like you might not have to have this discussion again. (laughs) And to realize that it's like, you know, I I still got a bulldozer outside my door (laughs) who's still looking to have this conversation. So knowing that it's like, take your time to process, take your time to sit with it, whatever you need to do to feel safe, but then just not stay there because then that once again fed into, made it seem like it wasn't a priority yep. that I didn't care. Yeah. And so like, and then for me, I needed to respect that time. And we kind of decided that we needed to set boundaries for when we, when we did have future conflict, because for me to feel safe, I needed to hear Ryan tell me that, Hey, I need some time to process, but I'm not leaving the house. I'm not going to avoid the conflict. We will mm-hmm. have we will have the discussion before the end of the day and we would put a time on it. Like yep. 
Um, and that for me being like, okay, I, I can make it to that point. And yeah. it almost forced me to learn how to retreat and to take some time to process so my words weren't so cutthroat. Right. Um, and it made me pay more closer attention to how I was choosing to enter the conversation. Yeah. And, and it gives me a way to give her a time frame because there was a lot of times that I used to be fine taking it to bed. Yep. Like in terms of I would go to bed and wake up the next morning still not having come out of retreat mode and which for her would just leave her very anxious, yep. like restless with her thoughts yep. because to her it's still unresolved where to me I feel like I just put it on the back burner. So I'm just like, okay, yeah. I'll resolve that tomorrow. Where so it's, so it's just really trying to understand and everyone will be a little different in terms yeah. of how they process what things may or may not work for them. But this is just what the situation was for us. And we had to dive into naming what our boundaries were for conflict, not mm -hmm. saying like, uh, if we ever fight again, when we fight again, yeah. when we get into a disagreement next to whatever it is, when that happens, yeah. we are going to do our best to stick to you statements. We are going to do our best to or do our best to avoid you statements yeah, and yeah. focus on I statements, right? We are going to do our best to avoid character attacks or insults yep. because we used to do that all the time. And especially if we were a younger couple, mm -hmm. we would uh, character attack and assault. All that does is add distraction to the root of the problem. Yeah. And we've just found that that is like, we don't got time for that anymore. It's like sometimes, yeah, you are a dip dip, but guess what? I love you. And mm -hmm. we move on from that. And right. you're not a dip dip. I'm just, just that was the first that's thing. I have dip dip in. moments. That's, that's, <laughs> so that's do cool. I. Um, and then yelling. Yelling should be like a no brainer. But for me, for being a bulldozer and from my family background, that is how a lot of times we communicated with each other. You even, even when we were happy, we were yelling, you know, we were talking yeah. very loudly, never understood very that. assertive. <laughs> like I, even if my, like, you know, a family member was across the room from me, mm -hmm. I still felt like I had to speak the loudest in the room, even though we were just, Five, yeah. five steps apart. So yelling was a huge thing that I had to, I, I had to eat a lot of that and realize that that was not healthy and yeah. I needed to do without. And sometimes what Ryan will do, which I love, is if my voice starts to elevate, he gets quieter. And yeah. then he, he does that de-escalation that I do with my own students, right? His voice gets quieter. So then it makes me think like, oh man, I got to write my, my, yeah, because it's like I'm like subconsciously saying like, why are you yelling? Yeah, let's like, not it, yell. It's kind of just like I don't know why you got to yeah. yell about this. But so another thing is avoiding um, things we try to avoid is the avoiding conflict, not speaking up, and this is like definitely something I've had to work on. That it's just like um, that it's like look, it's gonna be better once this is addressed. You know, the sooner the better because at the end of the day, we try to whenever we have something now when we have arguments, disagreements, things yeah. that come up, um, me caring about Lucky Charms more. Oh my gosh, um, we need to tell that story. We, after we will tell that story. <laughs> but whenever those things happen, it's that we try to leave as little time as possible because it's like this, is like a lot of times things don't need to linger on all day. Yeah. They don't need to linger for a couple hours even. Sometimes things can be resolved within like 20 minutes. Yep. And everything's fine. And then guess what? The rest of your day is saved. Yep. You don't have yep. to, because we've definitely, I remember a lot of times our early teenage, early 20 years of having dumb arguments, Seriously. things that didn't even matter. And just it would just it dragging it out for a day or two, just out of pettiness or like 
both of us being pride. stubborn, pride, yeah. like didn't, I, well, I'm not saying sorry. I'm not it's saying sorry. It's exhausting to think about it. <laughs> yeah, like anymore, I'm like, I ain't got time for that. Like, it's just like. Yeah, it's like, I'd rather just like fall on the sword and be like, I'm sorry. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm really, I'm, that I'm was, trying to that figure this out so I can get my midday nap. Okay, <laughs> like, that's what I'm trying to do. Are we do. still getting lunch? <laughs> like, but. Yeah. Uh, so do you want to tell the lucky yes. time story? Yes, okay. So it's so funny. We were prepping for this exact... We were talking about how we wanted to plan for this episode. Yeah. And, and this, was, this was a couple... This was about a... Yeah. Two weeks ago? Two weeks ago from the time we are recording this. Yes. So anyway, we... Um, I don't remember what kind of led to it, but... Oh, I was painting. I was painting yep. our couch. And I had been working on this project, and it was a project that I had never, I hadn't asked Ryan for help in. I was just doing a fun project in our house. Painted our couch, which I know sounds funny, but it was, it's beside the point. Anyway, so Ryan, it's breakfast time. He pulls, you know, it's breakfast time. He pulls out a bowl of cereal, and he pulls, his favorite right now is Lucky Charms. He loves Lucky Charms. Shout out to Lucky Charms. And I was putting on this paint and all of a sudden it started to drip and it was dripping very fast. Yep. And I got very stressed because I was like, oh my gosh, like it's getting on our nice wood floor. I don't have any proper equipment next to me to catch the drip. And I, I glance over at Ryan and he's not even phased, okay? He's sitting down enjoying his lucky charms. Me assuming that she's still doing this by herself. Yeah. Um, and so then in that moment, I started to get irritated. I, the first time I wiped it myself... Then it happened again. And of course, a, a, a planner would have probably put the paint down, walked over to the kitchen, got some napkins, got some newspaper, whatever. But for me, I wanted Ryan's attention. So when it started to drip again, I was like, wow, like I said something snarky. And then he pays attention. He's like, do you need something? And I was like, <laughs> look, I didn't know what to say. So I, I literally made yeah, that it, noise. It, it I was, was like, <laughs> It was like all these noises, and then it was just like, well, there's all this dripping over here, and like I just figured like I'm like really you could bring over some to like help, and I was just like, so do you want me to bring it over? And then <laughs> you were just like, yes, and yeah. then I was like, and then I did, and then this whole thing resolved. We're like, I we had were, said we were, we were talking about it because we were kind of in that moment we were already trying to navigate like, hey, like I wasn't understanding what you were trying to communicate to me because I was in the middle of eating. Like I wasn't sure. And then at some point, like Christina was still kind of in like an irritable like mood from it. So she was just like, whatever. It's just like, you just care more about your lucky charms (laughs) than helping me in this. And that's fine. And I was literally just sitting there. In that moment, I was like, I need the last word. Yeah. And like, I was just finishing my bowl and I was like, you know what, man? Like (laughs) she really said, I care about a bowl of lucky charms more. (laughs) So I like finished my bowl of cereal and I just started like walking outside. Like it was yeah. one of those, like I didn't say anything. And like hindsight, yeah. I should have at least said like, hey, I'm leaving the house. Yes. But like, so I started walking. So then at, as soon, guys, I knew immediately when I said that, oh, Christina, come on, you weren't, why are you picking a fight with him? Like I knew, like I, in that moment I knew it was picking, I was, I was sifting for a fight. Okay. Yeah. And so in that, I heard him leave and I put my paintbrush down and I was like, all right, grab my coffee. I was wearing church clothes. I put on my slides and I was like, if I leave now, I can catch up with him and I'd, we can just resolve this. I'd like to point out she grabbed her coffee, but she didn't grab keys or her phone. Yes, I didn't <laughs> grab because I thought he was right, you know, five houses down. 
So I find, I get outside and I'm like, man, he's booking it. Where is he? And so I like book it off the first street. I turn to the second and I see him all the way at the end of the street. So I was like, all right, there's a big family coming. After that family, I will sprint and catch up with him. Mm-hmm. So I'm booking it. The family passes me. I take off my slides. I'm wearing full on church clothes. Yeah, okay. It's like 85 dress, degrees. Yeah. I take off my slides. I have my coffee. I make sure it's in locked position and I sprint. Like, I don't know how many houses. It was from one end of the street to the next. You probably passed like six houses. It felt like a lot more, okay? It was the first time I, I ran mean, since house, 2018. Houses take, houses take up a lot of space. So anyway, I sprint all the way to him. I get to him, and I tap him on the shoulder, and I'm out of breath. Yeah, she's like, like hey, hey, what's up? <laughs> um, I'm so sorry. Um, can we just forget that? I'm going to need you to carry me. Uh, <laughs> And like, she was just, I'm like, I'm like, just sitting there. I know you there, don't care about Lucky Charms. Like, I was like, I took out my, because I had my headphones in. I was like listening to um, a song and I was just like walking. And like, I'm just kind of like laughing because I see this girl <laughs> out of breath, <laughs> like bare feet, like <laughs> just ap- apologizing spilled? over this ridiculous thing. And like, I knew like I wasn't mad mm-hmm. and everything, but it was just so funny. And then we proceeded to like walk. Yeah, and everything and for a while, and then we just kind of talked it. and joked about it a few times. And then we just thought it was funny. It was like it was like Satan was like trying to get at us, but then God was like, "I'm gonna make this moment funny so they can share it on this episode of Spicy Argument." Yeah, but so it was funny that we, as we were walking home, we were like, "Wow, we were really doing a <laughs> podcast this week about uh, episode this week, yeah. episode this week about uh, arguing." And yeah, here so we go. that was a funny story. So it, was like, those happen. No, that's more so like a funny kind of very small one. We definitely know that there are like more real yep. conversations and arguments, but yeah, but so that's just one story from us. Um, that just happened that we were like, we have to share. But the other boundaries around that, guys, is, and it's a perfect example, like, I knew that Ryan was leaving the house and going for a walk, which we have declared that that's safe. There's been times where a couple weeks ago when I was like, I'm going to take a 15-minute walk and retreat, and then I'm going to come back. Yeah. But the we don't threaten to leave, like, I'm going to leave you, or whatever, yeah. or this marriage is over. We don't do that because... Yeah, especially, um, especially tr- in marriage, yeah. Yes, that is so triggering because it's, you don't, you don't know, like for me, that was triggering for me because of just like my history and my family. Mm-hmm. Um, and so in the beginning, like even with when we were dating, like if we got into a spicy argument, I would sometimes, um, I would feel like our relationship would be threatened. When, and so like, and then Ryan would hold back on telling me something or whatever. And that, that doesn't create a, a safe place. So if you just right. know that when, when there's opposition, when there's disagreements, you, you will remain there. He might not always be liking that person in that moment or but you love that person and you're not going to walk out the other one is no physical or emotional abuse obviously Mm -hmm. verbal abuse right um and emotional abuse you know you could that could be anything that could that could be like um just like being manipulative with in power holding or speaking down on someone to, you know what I mean? So yeah, there, it could there's be so like, many things that could link. Cause there's them. a lot of things too. Like it's like, you could look at like, you know, holding grudges and yeah. using like guilt as like ways to like, try to like, you know, like she said, like manipulate the yeah. argument, the discussion to then suddenly try to flip it. That it's like, cause we know it's like the end of the day, like, like, Christine and I are both aware of all the baggage in our mm-hmm. story and everything that we've gone through and are walking through. So it's one of those that, like, 
either one of us has like made the choice each day that we're committing to this marriage, we're committing to walking together, to growing together. So it's one of those, so then why are we going to throw all these things Mm -hmm. back at that person when we're like, hey, even through all this, we're still committed to you and walking to you, so why am I going to try to throw it out again yeah. to try to make them feel bad just to win this argument is just hire yourself. Yeah. And it's just, it's just something to try to like be aware of, be conscious of, cause it's very, it's very easy to do, especially it's, you know, you kind of have yeah. the enemy in your head just kind of whispering. It's so easy to do. It's so easy to try to throw things back. Yeah. And we all have little catalogs of things we remember from yeah. um, years past of things yeah. that you can say, but so I would say, like, in your next argument, these are some things that just sound very simple but are just good reminders. Like, just always always start with respect. Remember that you have so much love for that person sitting across from you, and you, don't, you want them to be able to feel safe enough to come to you to talk to you about something when they don't agree with you. So always start with respect and remind yourself that the enemy is not your partner. Um, the enemy is Satan, okay? Mm-hmm. So... You and the villain is not your partner. The villain is Satan. Acknowledge that there is that there is a disagreement, and you both would like to come to a resolution. I know that sounds so simple, but if you just like verbalize to your partner that though we might be disagreeing, our goal is we want to come to a resolution. We want to meet half meet each other halfway. We want to you know make sure that there is healing happening. Listen and clarify what you hear your partner saying. That for me as a bulldozer helps me calm down and understand better what he's saying um, mm-hmm. and gives and it gives your partner a chance to explain what they mean by a certain point be, and so you're not just coming to a conclusion on your own and allowing your thoughts to run yeah and sometimes um, what I may do is when we are talking and kind of saying how we feel is before I start speaking on my half I will try to reiterate what I thought I heard Christina say to me yeah so it's like just so she knows that, hey, I heard you. I'm not trying to like skip past what you said. Mm-hmm. Like, and if anything, sometimes it's a, like this is what I think you said. Yeah. Kind of like and then she can either be like, OK, no, you weren't fully hearing what I'm saying. Or and then I just didn't to try mean to, it like that. This is yeah. What I meant. And, and so it's like because, you know, sometimes in heated moments, you know, you might just be saying things and sometimes things might not come out clearly. Some things might just be misunderstood. And, you know, admittedly, I don't know about anyone else. I know when we've had arguments, you know, you ever have it when they're saying their piece and you're only half listening because you're, you're trying to think <laughs> of what you're going to say in response. Yeah. And so it's like, so sometimes you have to like shut off that voice yep. to be like, I need to be present. I need to be listening. Yep. So I can fully hear what they're feeling and experiencing. So I can come with like understanding and really hearing what they're going through, not just being like, Oh yeah, well, and then. Yeah. And I, to, to piggyback off that too, like thinking about the location of where you guys are having that, make sure it's a safe place for both you and your partner in the beginning stages of our relationship. Ryan, um, he, even though that his family are more so retreaters, he would pick arguments with me at the most like, awkward places and timing where I did not feel safe Um, and so just making sure that it's a safe place for both you and your partner for us Mm -hmm. we like to have we like to if it's okay to disagree in public in front of other people but I'm not going to 
entertain that conversation to a certain extent in front of other people because it's not a safe place for both Ryan and I to have an yeah. open conversation about. So we will bring it home. Yeah, because any and that could be it could be if we're with any kind of group, friends group, family, um, just out in public at a store. That it's like if we have something that we want to talk about, we will kind of be like, let's bookmark this. Yep. Because we're going to come back to it, whether if it's car ride home, whether yep. if it's once we're back at home. And just so we know, that, because it's like, look, um, a lot of years we were, I, at least I know I was, I was mm-hmm. really bad at this. I was Facebook arguing mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. I would, I used to post things on there and used to make it like everyone's business who it wasn't their business. Yeah. And just because like I was trying I to make these that. arguments about it when, when really it's like, I remember... Uh, it was actually Christina's older brother that mm-hmm. kind of spoke to me that was kind of like, hey, like, I just don't think, like, basically it was just that it wasn't respectful and kind of like, if you and Christina need to work something out, like, I just think it's best if you just keep that between you guys. Like, not everyone needs to see it and know it. And it's crazy because that's what Christina was always telling me. Mm-hmm. But it, just hearing it from someone else, it was kind of like, oh, like, this is between Christina and I, like, you know, my family doesn't need to read about it on Facebook. Like, yeah. friends don't need to read about it on Facebook. And then weigh like their that. opinions on yeah, it. Yeah, and weigh their opinions, and then it skews how the argument goes when it's just like, look, it's between me and Christina. So we just take that to, we just think of that in every extent that it's like, you know, instead of having this conversation anywhere, mm-hmm. let's have it in a safe place. Yep, yep, Absolutely. And then always just know that you acknowledge that you appreciated the discussion and that it shows that, you know, you're willing to be transparent. You're willing to be vulnerable, even when you don't agree with your partner, but you ultimately respect them and love them. And so you want them to come to you when you, when they they don't agree with what you're saying, or maybe you said something that upset them, whatever it is, mm-hmm. that you ultimately appreciated them to stepping out and being vulnerable and putting their heart on the table um, for you guys just to kind of like have some time to refine and um, to build. So those are just some things that we would um, just leave you guys with. And then I would say too, like one question that we've been kind of um, speaking on is, mm-hmm. are you speaking with pride or are you speaking with humility? And drop your, are you dropping your rock? Yeah. I'm going to drop my rock. Are you dropping your rock? Um, and some of the t- those those questions usually just you don't have to say too much into it you just Mm -hmm. have to ask it like we had a moment where um i had mentioned that to ryan like are you speaking with pride are you speaking with humility and then when he came back after retreating remember you were like yeah i'm sorry i was being i was acting on pride yeah Yeah. and 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 that's what that means is just like when you to drop your rock it's just to kind of be like because sometimes it's so easy that you just want to keep arguing because you want to be right and eventually you almost lose sight of like how far off base you got yeah. from your original point and just to see like, hey, like, you know, this wasn't the intention you had for this. And sometimes, yeah, I just, I sit back and I look and I know Christina has as well of just times that it's kind of like, oh, like I was pretty off base. Like I yeah. didn't need yeah. to say all that. And um, and there's just, and this is just going to be how you can grow in communication with one another. Mm-hmm. Um, and honestly, a better understanding um, of one another as well is just because you're going to really understand. In earlier episodes, we've talked about um, like triggers before and just kind of, and you kind of get a better understanding of it's like, okay, these things um, trigger Christina or these things trigger me. And that kind of happens in the same thing with discussions and arguments. Like I know key phrases, words 
things that I say that are immediately just going to like yeah. irritate Christina and I know, okay, I need to avoid these things because she has communicated how like she initially is going to hear them and respond. Yeah. And and just so you can just try to understand and really, you know, yeah. um be as yeah. sympathetic as because possible. Because your motive when you are in a disagreement is not to hurt your partner. Mm-hmm. It should not be to hurt your partner. It should be your motive should be that you're working on a resolution, right? Yeah. So those are just some things, guys. And we wanted to talk about a spicy argument now because this kind of leads into some our, our next topic for our next episode. And it links to it because we're talking about generational um, sins, generational curses, slaying demons, things yeah. that are transferred from family to family to from your parents from your grandparents, passing it on if, you, if you're not free from those things. Yeah. And so um, a way we wanted to talk about arguing first because it's a way that we can kind of enter into kind of looking in the mirror of mm-hmm. you can look at how you're argue, arguing with your partner and how you're dealing with conflict, not only with your partner, with other people, but you can see, a, you can see with that alone yep. areas where you still need freedom in, that maybe yeah. you're carrying certain, certain bondages from your past. Those bondages or, or demons that you may have and that you've experienced and that you may have, like, and it's f- just things that have been, like we said, normalized. generation normalized yeah. and throughout your family. And once again, and like when, when you're married and you have a partner, they're like, they're such a great tool because they see you in a different way than you ever see yourself. Mm-hmm. And they can have those conversations and it's one of those, but if you don't know how to have healthy proper discussions and arguments because it's like look like through my addiction and still navigating through that like there was a lot of times that christine and i could have had like very vicious conversations conversations of leaving obviously of all of these things but just to work at it being more healthy because at the end of the day she wants to help me and be on this walk with me and I want to do that as well for her and just for us to navigate this together and so that comes um, with communication with properly arguing and you can also like work on communicating how you can how you can be aware of maybe generational curses and how you guys can work at fighting um, these things together. Yeah. And so we're really excited about that because we know that that has brought so much freedom in our relationship and focusing on, you know, Ryan's addiction and um, focusing on like things that I've even brought from my family and my past. Right. And how ultimately like that, that is being mirrored in our relationship. And we were, we just were like, uh, uh, say, and you can get out. And so we know that this can be groundbreaking for new relationships, even for relationships. We know we have some listeners who are seasoned married people, but, um, we hope that the Holy Spirit will just bring so much comfort in this area and we can able, be able to share some more insight on that. But all that to say, thank you guys for tuning in for this episode this week. We are so excited for this podcast and every time we get to sit down and just talk with you guys, we feel like you're in front of us, but you're not, (laughs) (laughs) but we just appreciate you. Make sure to go if you haven't already, make sure to write a, a review that really helps us, helps mm-hmm. get our podcast up and out there. Um, so feel free to leave a review, send it to someone you're thinking about. Yeah, feel free to share it because we are available on all major platforms. Yes. And so so anywhere, whether if it's Apple Music, Spotify, Amazon, Audible, we, yeah. you will find us. Yeah, so that would be just a huge thing. It takes a second. You don't have to do like a whole thing. Just a couple words like, hey, really appreciated this, whatever. 
or you can give us some critique and feedback. We'll take it. We're, we're, we're big people. We'll take it. We'll be, we'll be humble. <laughs> but all that to say, thank you guys for tuning in, and we will catch you in next week's episode. See you guys. Peace.